You're listening to Her Pursuit Podcast. I'm your host, Kaysen Schultz. Welcome to the show, Mama. If you're ready to rediscover your identity, reclaim your time, and redefine balance as a busy mom of littles, then you are in the right place. This show is all about helping you create realistic rhythms and routines in your everyday mom life that help you build an intentional life, regardless of the season you find yourself in. Each episode is designed to give you hope and equip you with the baby steps that you need to pursue an abundant life right now. I'm so glad that you're here with me today. If you've ever compared yourself to another mom, then today's episode is going to give you some great reminders that you can keep in your toolbox and refer back to whenever you're falling hard into the trap of comparison. And look, you're not the only one who struggles with this. I struggle with this too, and I've found that if it's not one thing, it's another. So maybe not like the way I parent, maybe I'm not comparing myself in motherhood to other moms. But the way I do work, maybe comparison with this podcast, with this show, it can creep in anywhere. So we're going to dive right in. Grab your coffee, grab your tea, grab your headphones, just keep doing what you're doing. Let's get to it. Hey mama, welcome to Her Pursuit, where we simplify time management and uncomplicate productivity all while finding ourselves again in mom life. Does juggling all the things leave you feeling exhausted and burned out? Do you want more balance between mom life and time for yourself and wish you could just get it together? Motherhood can be overwhelming and isolating. And while creating routines and managing your time is hard, it's not complicated and you don't have to do it alone. My mission is to help you find yourself again and create simple routines, all while growing in your faith. I'm Kaysen and I've been there. I completely lost myself when I became a mom and everything felt like one big hot mess. But through simple baby steps and mindset shifts, I began to reclaim my time, energy, thoughts, and ultimately my life. If you're ready to trade chaos for calm and take tiny steps of action, then you're in the right place. You're about to step into the woman and mama God has called you to be friend and finally live in freedom with confidence. That girl is inside of you and we're going to find her together through her pursuit. So I'm going to give you these reminders, and then I'm going to follow each of them with scripture so that you can come back to these verses. You can find them in your own Bible. You can highlight them in your Bible app, whatever you want to do. But so that you have a reminder, you have this, you know, thing that you can come back to, this idea, and then you can also back that truth up with scripture. So let's get right to it. Number one, you are the only one who can walk your path. I love how Paul uses the analogy of a race in Philippians. It reminds me, you know, this whole passage, it reminds me to stay in my lane, like worry about my life, focus on my life, focus on my calling, my blessings, my priorities, what the Lord has set before me, my race that he's given me to run. But it also reminds me that I'm the only one who can do it. Like I'm the only one who can run my race. So I can't get distracted by another mom over here who's possibly running a little bit faster than me. Maybe she's doing a little bit different. Maybe it looks like a better way. You know, it's not really even like the comparison in the way we shouldn't see it as that we're even like running the same race because you have a race that's been set before you. You have your own path that God has planned for you and she has hers. So 
this is just like a reminder to stay in your lane. And, and I have to remind myself of this as well. And I'm the only one who can run this path in this lane. We see in Philippians 3 verse 13, Paul says, I focus on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. Verse 14, I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God through Christ Jesus is calling us, calling me. Run your race, sister, okay? There's another verse that says, do not look to the right or to the left. So don't get distracted by what you see her doing, whether it's in real life or whether it's on social media. It can be so easy to get distracted and focus on, oh, she's doing this and she's running her life like this and she does things this way. And you know, and you see these bits and pieces of people's lives on social media, which are just typically the highlight reels. It's not an accurate reflection of her full day, her her actual life. And so I understand and I'm right there with you in that comparison of thinking, oh, maybe I should be running faster. Maybe I should be running a different way. Maybe I should be doing it differently. Maybe I should be wearing different shoes. Did I dress appropriately for this race? You know, all these different analogies that I could come up with for the race that the Lord has really given each of us. So we all have our own lanes and, you know, we're all at different places and we're all learning and doing things differently. But the the ultimate, like the ultimate goal, the end goal for all of us is the same, right? Like the prize, the ultimate prize, looking forward to that, the heavenly prize. And that is what we all have in common. That is the end result for all of us as Christian mamas. So let's not forget that, that like we're not in a race against one another. We're in a race together to reach that heavenly prize, Okay, so number two is you, and this is going to sound cheesy, so just bear with me for this one. We'll get through it. But you are the only one of you. There is truly no one else like you. Like your DNA, even, I think I read somewhere that like even twins have separate fingerprints, I think it is. So like even a twin is not an exact replica of each other. You are an individual. We are all individuals. You have your gifts. You have your tendencies, the things that make you who you are, your traits. Those are uniquely yours. And God designed you that way. He knew you were going to turn out these this way. He knew how you know, you'd grow up to be. And he wants to use all of those things, all of it for your good, for his glory, and to love and serve other people. So there's a verse, it's actually a whole passage in Psalm 139, and it's very popular, especially if you're pregnant, when we're talking about babies and all those things. But I want us to kind of come back to that and remember that this is not just applicable for your sweet little baby that was growing in the womb. It's not just like applicable for your newborn stage. It's applicable for you right now. God created you. It, It says, you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. So you you. He did that for you. He's done like that. He created you. I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Let's just pause here. We believe that about our kids. You believe that about your sweet little chunky cheek baby. You believe it about your toddler that's running around and your big girl who's growing up. Do you believe it about yourself? Because you are fearfully and wonderfully made as well. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. And then verse 16 says, Your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed. And in your book, they were all written. The days fashioned for me when as yet there were none. 
So friend, he knows your days. It comes back to that path in that race. He, he knows, he knows all of it. He has said it before you. It's all written in the book. I love, love that passage. Okay, we're moving on to the third reminder. You are the only one who can choose a different thought. (sighs) Okay, we're just going to pause here for a moment of silence for my mental health, my mindset, all of the things that sometimes get a little in places how I don't want them to be. But taking on the mind of Christ and (laughs) taking thoughts captive and redirecting thoughts is something that I've been in a journey to really not mastering, but learning how to do and consistently doing in my life because my thoughts are where the enemy attacks me most. I don't know about you, but me, like if I let my guard down for a second, it is like attack, attack, attack. And my mindset will will suffer. And learning that I am the only one that can choose a different thought. No one can choose it for me. I am the only one. You are the only one who can choose to not compare yourself to her, to not you know, compare your lives, compare your social media, compare your whatever it is that you're doing, whatever it is that you tend to compare, take those thoughts captive. And it's so hard because they're so automatic. We, whenever I ran a group program uh, last spring, we talked about this. It's like recognizing these automatic thoughts that come in that are typically negative and catching it right then. And how do we redirect those? Romans 12, 2 says, don't copy the behavior and the customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. I believe that's the NLT version. I love, love, love this version of this verse. Like this, uh, what's the word? Not interpretation. You know what I'm trying to say. I love it because I'm like, oh my gosh, I've heard this verse over and over and over, but hearing it in this way, let God transform you into a new person by, person by changing the way you think. It's because it all starts with a thought. Everything starts with mindset. Mindset is the foundation for everything. What you think, what you believe becomes honestly your reality. It's what you see. You filter everything through the lens of your thoughts and your mindset and what you believe about the world. So choose a different thought. Redirect it. When you find yourself comparing, drop it right then. Figure out how to change it and choose a truth to focus on. Okay, number four, you are complete in Christ. Colossians 2.10 says, you are complete in him who is the head of all principality and power. We have all that we need in him. And sometimes it's really easy, especially in the world and the age of social media, to think I need a bigger house. I need a better car, a newer car, a cleaner car. I need, you know, newer clothes. I need a different hairstyle. I need to lose all this weight. I need this. I need this. I need, I need, I need, I need, I need all of these things. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't take care of ourselves. I'm not saying that we shouldn't have time for ourselves. I'm not saying that we should not focus on healthy habits and nutrition and all of those things and movement. Of course. What I'm saying is we have all we need in the Lord. So our joy, our peace, our patience, uh, our acceptance, everything, everything that we need, validation, that comes from the Lord. Identity comes from God. Psalm 23 says, the Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. And I'm telling you, sister, like when... I am truly operating from that place where it's like the Lord is my shepherd. God is guiding me. He's the one in control. He leads me. He tells me where to go. He directs me. I lack nothing. 
I can say that with 1000%. And even when I don't feel it and when I'm like, oh, what am I doing? Where am I? I feel lost. I still believe it, but it, it feels really good when you are living in that place of surrender and acceptance and believing and experiencing the completeness, the fullness of God. Philippians 4.19 says, And this same God who takes care of me, again, this is Paul, will supply all of your needs from his glorious riches, which have been given to us in Christ Jesus. So you're complete, like you are complete in the Lord. And when you find yourself wanting and feeling like you're lacking and that you need this or that, you know, you need to have better and newer and bigger and brighter and prettier and cleaner and shinier, just come back to the truth of Colossians 2.10, you are complete in him. Colossians 2.10, you are complete in him. The fifth reminder for whenever you find yourself falling into this comparison is that you have a unique purpose and a unique calling in your life. There is a reason you are here because if there was no purpose for you to be here, the Lord would have brought you home. Okay, so you're here There is a purpose. There is meaning. There is purpose in your everyday. And let me be the first to say, I know that some days it feels like, what is the point? Especially when you are in the little years, the dirty diapers, the constantly feeding, waking, you're not sleeping, but the baby's sleeping. And then you're feeding and they're waking. And you're just in this cycle of like, what am I doing with my life? It's just like, over and over and it feels so monotonous. And even as they get a little bit older, there are some days where you're like, literally, what is the point of this? There feels, is there any purpose here? What is the purpose? Psalm 138 verse eight says, the Lord will fulfill his purpose for me. Your steadfast love, O Lord, endures forever. Do not forsake the work of your hands. I've talked about this before. I talk about it all the time. You know, i I personally believe that our families, our kids are our first mission. They are part of our purpose and our calling is to disciple them, to raise them up, to invest in them and to pour out and serve them. And also for me, at least I found that, you know, and it's not like motherhood and it's just different. It's different. There is, there is purpose work here for me to be able to connect with you every single week, to be able to pour out into these episodes and share my testimony and share what God has taught me and, you know, connect moms together in community. And so that is part of my purpose as well. And sometimes it can just feel like what, what, and sometimes even now in this, I'm like, what is the point of this happening? Or what is the point of me not knowing this yet? Like what, what's the purpose And I just pray, you know, Lord, do not forsake the work of your hands. God, I know you have a purpose for my life. I know you have purpose in this season right now. I've been talking about how I've been in a season of waiting, a season of resting, and it started out great and I loved it. And even some days I'm like back and forth. I I go back and forth between like, okay, I want to pick up and do again. Okay, I'm ready, God. Like, I'm ready. Let's do the next thing. What is it? Come on. And then he's like, no, you know, wait rest, stay right here, just chill out. And it can be really hard to sit in those places. And I know there are definitely seasons of motherhood like that, where you're like, what, what is happening? What, why? I don't, I just don't feel purpose here. And so I hope that this encourages you 
that, you know, God designed you for a purpose, for a reason. And there is something that he is working in your life right now in this season that you can't see right now. Same thing goes for me, maybe in a different way, but it's the same. He's working all things together for the good of those who have been called according to his purpose. And he's working it all together for your good, for his glory, and for your fellow sisters in Christ, like your your life, this thing you're going through right now, your circumstances and situations, I feel like can be used for the good of others. Like it can be used as a testimony of what God did in your life during that season when you didn't really understand, when you didn't really know. And, you know, we're talking about comparison here, but also I feel like this is really relevant because it can seem like that other people have their lives together. And so we compare ourselves because we're like, well, I don't really... I don't seem to have as much direction and as much purpose as she does. She seems like she's got it all together and she's got it figured out and she's walking in her purpose or she finds purpose in this and I don't find purpose here. So where's the disconnect? Why is my life not, why do I not feel like this in my life? And she does, you know, there are thousands of ways we compare ourselves. And so we just have to remember that, you know, you have a unique purpose and a unique calling and in this, like nothing is wasted. Okay, nothing is wasted. And there is meaning and purpose even in this, what you're going through right now, even when you can't see it right now. And I'm trusting that same thing for this season I'm in in my life as well. It's not easy. It's not fun. But we know, like we know intellectually, like we have to choose the truth, right? When we were talking about our thoughts, we have to choose to believe that God has purpose here and there's meaning even if we can't see it. Like even if there's no evidence that, oh, there's purpose, oh, there's meaning, we just have to choose. Okay, God, I know you're doing something that I don't understand. You're working something out that has to be a higher purpose. There has to be higher meaning, and I just don't understand it yet. (laughs) That's okay. And that's not an easy place to sit. It's not an easy place to land, but I found a lot of times throughout my life in motherhood where I just kind of land and rest in this place of your ways are higher than my ways. And, you know, your thoughts are not my thoughts. And he has greater plans for you. So just hold on to that hope whenever you feel like, you know, you're comparing your purpose, when you compare your calling, because we find that in many different ways as moms, as women. And I believe that in the right times, in the right seasons, he kind of reveals parts and pieces of those things to us. And equips us to take the faith steps to walk in obedience. So recapping super quick, the five reminders for when you feel like you're comparing yourself, you know, your life to someone on social media or maybe somebody you know in real life. Either way, number one is that you are the only one who can walk your path. So don't forget that. Number two is that you are the only one of you. There's nobody else like you in the whole entire world. You are valuable, okay? You are valuable. Number three, you are the only one who can choose a different thought. Number four, you are complete in Christ. You lack nothing. And number five, you have a unique purpose and calling in your life, sister. Hold on to these truths. Save this episode. Send it to a friend if it encouraged you. And remember, you are definitely not the only one struggling with comparison. I will see you back here on Thursday. 
I've got a really fun episode planned for you. It's episode one of our back to school series. You're not going to want to miss it. The huge life update that I've been kind of freaking out about that I led kind of alluded to last week. I'm going to share that with you. And then we're going to kind of get into our first back to school series for the month of August. I'm so excited. So don't miss that. Come back on Thursday. I'll see you then. Before you go, if this show has encouraged or inspired you in any way, the number one way you can help me is to leave a written review, letting other moms know how this podcast is impacting your life and motherhood. Then send this episode to some mom friends. Thank you for joining me in the mission of spreading messages just like this one to moms around the world. If you're looking for a community of like-minded mamas to come alongside you, support, and encourage you, join our Facebook group by searching Her Pursuit or by clicking the link in the show notes. Come share with us what you're taking away from this episode, what stuck out to you. I can't wait to hear from you. I'm so grateful to have you on this journey with me, and I'll see you next time, Mama.